Hi, I'm Sandra. And I'm Holly, her daughter. And you're listening to a brand new episode of our podcast, Living a Hell Yes. Hell yes. Hello, pumpkin. Hello, mum. You okay? Oh, and it is pumpkin, isn't it? It's pumpkin time. Pumpkin season, spooky season. It is, it is. So you're one of them. (laughs) For anyone that doesn't know, pumpkin is a a long, long, lifelong nickname that mum gives me. It's not just a a rat. It's not her being weird on today's episode. No, no, no. Absolutely not. We've had a discussion about not calling me it on the podcast, but mum doesn't take direction very well. So alas, here we are. (laughs) It's a lifetime of habit, I have to say, um, from when you're a little cutie pie. Um, So, Hull, I'm doing well, thank you. How are you doing? Oh, good, thank you. Yeah, the rain is absolutely chucking it down at the moment, but I love Mm. a bit of rain when I'm cosy inside. So all is good with me, thank you. Lovely, I love that. And today, what are we going to be speaking about on our Monday Mini? Yeah, so I don't really have a snazzy title in my head yet for this. Um, or really how the conversation's going to go. But for today is Halloween. Um, when this comes out, it'll be the 31st of October. Um, so happy Halloween to anyone that's listening today. And yeah, I think this episode's maybe a little bit about grief and a little bit about kind of the journey of grief and, and taking your power back a bit over it. Um, because, uh, the 31st of October is an anniversary of a death of someone very close to me. And so for many years, Halloween has been a bit of a tricky time. I've never wanted to celebrate Halloween. I've never really wanted to go to Halloween parties. Um, and I've kind of just tried to avoid um, avoid it altogether, which for anyone that knows me is quite unusual because I love an occasion and I love a <laughs> an excuse to get new bedding and, you know, we've got Christmas bedding, you know, an excuse to decorate. So yeah. Um, but f- you know, for that reason, um, it's always, it's always felt like a tricky day and, you know, for anyone that's experienced grief, I think it's different for everyone. And some years are worse than others. So sometimes the anniversary can just kind of pass me by and, and I find it a lot, um, you know, it's still on my mind, but it's a lot easier to deal with. And then other years, it feels quite, quite heavy and all consuming. And I think that's just the way it goes, to be honest. So I always just, always just let myself feel whatever I need to feel. Um, and then, you know, I'm always glad when the 1st of November rolls around and I've kind of done it for another year. So what's interesting though, about this is that about four years ago, um, when I met Ellie, my partner, I don't know what it was that prompted her to kind of suggest that maybe we do something to celebrate Halloween. And me and mum, we've always marked the 31st as this important day and we've never, you know, ignored it. We've tried to almost not celebrate, but just not make it all doom and gloom. But it kind of, you know, depends how we feel. But Ellie really just has sparked this kind of celebratory Halloween loving side of me that I didn't know was there since this event happened. So, um, yeah, I just kind of wanted to talk about today, like, you know, the journey of grief and that it's not, I don't even think it's time related. It's not like, oh, enough time has passed. I think it's just that someone came into my life with a completely different perspective. And now I really look forward to Halloween. Mum comes around every year. We do Halloween-y things. We do pumpkins. We watch Hocus Pocus and all of that. And so I think it's just a way of saying and a way of um, 
I think it's good for us to talk about that those tricky days, if you want them to, and no pressure at all. If you know, if it works for you that that's how you're healing and that's how you're grieving, is that those days are, you know, days when maybe you look over photos and you kind of soak up all that sadness and that emotion. I totally relate to that and I need those days as well. But for me, I've really tried to to turn it around. Um just because the anniversary falls on on a day where typically people are doing, you know, funky stuff. So in some ways it's easier because I can distract myself with other bits and bobs. So that was a bit of a ramble, but we do like to ramble on this podcast. So that's what I thought we could talk about today, Mum. Well, I think you've spoken about it, pumpkin. Um, oh, I can't <laughs> keep calling you pumpkin on this particular episode. Um, and I just want to say, actually, that, yes, when we cut pumpkins, um, it's very competitive um, it is it's serious it's a sport I would say so um, no it's not no it's not I, I would say um, it is Holly's competitive anyway maybe so awful at pumpkins so anyone out um, there that's great at carving them well done because I think it's a tricky tricky thing to do to be I, honest I did win last year but anyway moving on I'm not competitive um <laughs> having said that um <laughs> no so basically yeah what's great about that whole is you know, how can you kind of turn, you know, thinking about this week coming, mm. if we put this in perspective for this week coming, it's, you know, it doesn't have to be grief, but how can you turn something around that mm. you may be stuck on that doesn't feel good, you know, and what we can do sometimes is, you know, that that can, I'm not talking about grief now because grief is of its own. Mm. Uh, and I always put that in a separate category. But when we're not feeling good about something, we can stay stuck in that. Yeah. And what would be good this week is anybody that's staying stuck in a pattern that doesn't serve them, whatever that is. And only you who's listening will know what your pattern is that doesn't feel good. Is it is it a thought that you keep thinking that about you that doesn't feel good or about somebody else that doesn't feel good? Um, or anything at all, negative about work or anything, just this pattern of thought or pattern of feeling, can you turn it around to help you feel better? Yeah, totally. And I would just say like, kind of ask yourself the question of whatever the occasion, the moment, the week, the day, whatever it is, are you feeling sad because you've told yourself that's what you do on this day? Are you feeling low because that's, you you know, and no judgment if it is totally, I've already explained that I think that's absolutely fine. But for me, it was like, that was the message I'd always told myself. And it wasn't until someone else came in and slowly introduced, you know, the idea that actually this could be a fun, you know, a different day. It could signify something else. It was like I hadn't allowed myself to ever have that thought independently of that moment. Do you know what I mean? So I, I think it's just challenging yourself and, you know, not having to, it's not like, oh, I'm feeling really low at the moment. I'm going to just click my fingers and now I feel amazing and I'm just going to choose to feel amazing. And that's just going to be it. And it's all sorted. Obviously that's not, you know, what I'm necessarily suggesting, but I just think what's actually the kindest thing for you. And I think that's sometimes the question that we need to ask. What's the kindest thing for you? And sometimes it is feeling the low emotions and really feeling them and soaking them up because then you can actually move forward from them. And other times it's having a bit of escapism and a bit of fun. And so for me, I've tried to bring more of that um, into, you know, for example, this day, because that's what I'm talking about today. But it could be anything in your life, you know, just just switching the perspective just slightly and seeing what positive impact that can have. Yeah, and I think it's about allowing yourself to do that. 
and giving yourself permission yeah because a lot of times we don't give ourselves permission and if we've been stuck in a habit or stuck in a in a cycle of feeling a certain way or doing a certain thing it's almost like we become our own worst enemies and we don't give ourselves permission even if everyone else around us you know it's an internal thing and so i think yeah just being aware of that and almost like taking your power back in a way can can be a really positive thing if it feels appropriate and right for you in that moment yeah absolutely so have a look and see in situations where you can take your power back if you choose to Mm. so just have a look and sometimes we can become so unconscious and habitual and we just end up not feeling good anyway so Mm. just have a little look and see where you could choose to take your power back and what you would need to do differently to be able to do that yeah for sure. Um, I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. I hope it hasn't been too doom and gloom, but I think the best episodes of this podcast are women vulnerable, to be honest. So hopefully that's that's yeah. resonated with you. You can also leave a rating or review depending on what platform you listen to us on, but that hugely helps us and encourages other people to listen. Uh, but until we see you next Monday, we hope you have a wonderful week. Living a hell yes. Bye-bye.